Welcome to Love Quirks, the relationship and love podcast about sparking your connections and understanding the big picture of love. If you're neurospicy, kind of quirky, or just a regular old human wanting to spark your relationships with more connection, more love, more acceptance, and more understanding, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Crystal Clark. Join my quirky crew on your journey to being sparked forever because no one is normal and all love quirks. Welcome to our love space today. I am so excited to be here uh, because February or love month has started. Actually, we're a little bit into it now, but um, tomorrow, uh, if you're listening right as this post, tomorrow is V-Day or as I like to call it, Vulnerability Day. (laughs) I bet you all thought I was going to say Valentine's Day and uh, no, (laughs) I want to reframe this February 14th day. I want it to be more about a day of checking in about our vulnerability with each other and checking in with our vulnerability with ourselves, uh, in our relationships, uh, with our significant others, because this is a really important piece in our relationships. And social health wise, it would be amazing if for all of or more of our relationships, if we could be more vulnerable, because vulnerability is really the key, the key to a closer relationships. So that's like relationships that have like more empathy and more understanding and uh, a deeper connection with each other. So a deeper connection because, uh, and less surfacy and superficial, because we're actually taking that time to share with each other, taking that time to share our emotions and our mistakes and our weaknesses and our doubts. And that allows us when we share our uh, weaknesses and our doubts and our fears, that creates trust and intimacy between ourselves and our significant other. And this leads to relationship growth when we have more trust and intimacy with each other and that deeper closer connection then we have more opportunities for our relationship to grow and for interdependence so not codependence we want interdependence interdependence is kind of that state where we kind of know where we could do everything on our own this is where people get mixed up we could do everything on our own but we don't need to we can support each other. We can collaborate with each other. We can do our teamwork with each other um, because we have all the skills. Sure. We could do it all of ourselves, but why do we need to? That doesn't feed our soul and our social health and our well-being. But we don't want to be codependent where we, we're we only around people because we absolutely need their skill set or their resources or their whatever. We want that nice, lovely interdependence. So anywho, um, and With that, so with having our relationship growth and our interdependence, that vulnerability also helps to lead to more personal uh, self-acceptance. And as I love, you know, um, I love a good twofer, right? I love a good twofer one. (laughs) So how crazy is that? That because you're being vulnerable, it not only increases your love and your relationship, but it also increases your self-love. 
Amazing. That's totally amazing. Why wouldn't we want to increase our self-love? That doesn't make any sense, right? We totally, our self, the more self-love we have, the more self-confidence and self-worth we have, and then the better partners and friends and social human beings we are. So I love a good twofer. You know me. So vulnerability is key for all of these things. And don't forget that this also applies, and I think I've already actually hinted at this, but this also applies to all of our friendships and our, clo our, our close social relationships. That vulnerability is a key piece to those uh, healthy friendships and relationships and social connections. And because we're all, you know, thriving little social mammals, even if we're a little neurospicy, we still need to fill up our social health cup. And that's just going to look a little bit different for everyone. So the opportunity to be vulnerable with some, at least some of our social connections, or at least with the, our, you know, significant other, our love of life, this is really going to be important for our social health. It, at, besides all of those other positive things, it helps also stave off loneliness, depression, feelings of disconnection or social isolation. And it supports, as I said, with all those other pieces, a social, uh, a healthier social relationship with the person that we are being vulnerable with. So Fantastic. Now, uh, why do we need to check in on this? And the main reason is because lots of us are not actually ready to be vulnerable. So some of us are scared to be vulnerable and or we try to avoid being vulnerable, even with the loves of our lives. There's probably a few reasons for this. Some of us are being vulnerable because it makes us feel or avoid being vulnerable because it can make us feel weak. It can make us feel uncomfortable, right? We're not used to being in that space. And as little human beings, we, we want to avoid being uncomfortable. That's a very punishing feeling for us. You know, we don't want to talk about our fears, our doubts, our mistakes. We don't want to talk about things we're bad at. That just feels weird to us. And that's a very normal feeling. Okay. But as we know, with everything with uh, practice, I don't like to say with practice makes perfect because nobody's perfect at anything, but I feel with practice, it makes it better. Right. And you'll be, the more you choose vulnerability, the more you choose to share, the less you'll get that awkward, super uncomfortable feeling. Okay. And also, you know, let's think about this way. When we are being vulnerable, what we're really doing is we're doing that communication piece. So that C piece out of our CAKE acronym. Uh, so we're doing that communication piece. And when we send out our message, and remember communication just means sending and receiving a message. When we send out our vulnerable message, like, oh, I feel like I failed at this, or I'm having doubts about myself, or I'm worried about this part, or, um, you know, I don't feel confident about this, or I feel really self-conscious, right? Um, when we send this message out, this gives the love of our life a moment. This gives the love of our life an opportunity to be kindful, to kindly receive that message and to uh, validate it, right? And that kindfulness, that's our K from our CAKE acronym, gives that person an opportunity to validate it, to see us. How many of us want to be seen? We all want to be seen. So it gives us that chance to be seen, right? To be validated and to have it done, to know that we're in a safe place with the love of our life, in a safe place with our significant other. Um, and if you're confused by the fact that I just use cake 
weirdly in a few places. Um, that's because we use it as an acronym. You, If you want to check it out, you can go back to, I think it's episode two of the podcast. Um, and it tells you all about how CAKE stands for communication, affection, kindfulness, um, and energy, and that those are our big picture building block pieces for our relationships. So Anywho, if you want more information on that, hop back to that one. So yeah, so by sending that message of vulnerability out, we're actually giving uh, our uh, significant other an opportunity to be kindful to us. Wow, cool. And same thing when they're being vulnerable back. And when we uh, put something out there that's that we're vulnerable about and that other person accepts it in a kindful way, validates it, makes us feel safe and seen, that's what builds up trust. That's what builds up that feeling of trust of, hey, I did this thing that was scary and I was safe. And that makes me think that in the future, the pattern is going to be that when I am scared, worried, feeling vulnerable, emotional, that I will be safe, that I can trust that person with these things. And that trust is what also helps build up our intimacy. Okay, so how fantastic is that? We can already see how important vulnerability is. So also if the love of your life is maybe one of the people, one of the only people, right? Some of us might have a few people that we uh, view relationships with. And like I said, this can extend out to friends to, you know, best friends, very close friendships. I, I don't know that I would extend the same level of vulnerability out to the whole world, but um, you know, if your significant other is one of the only people in your life that receives that level of access <laughs> into uh, your vulnerability, right? If they're the ones, so like oh, you could almost think of it as like a modern day password, right? Like they have your vulnerability password. They can get into your vulnerability <laughs> whenever they want. They have that password, that code. Okay. So if they're one of the only people in your life that has that, we can kind of see how people can get so hurt by that idea of like emotional cheating or by situations where like someone has like a work wife or work husband or a work whatever, and that they're spending all day, you know, sharing their work vulnerabilities and their work worries with that person. And then also maybe sharing some personal worries or vulnerabilities or doubts about their relationships or things going on in their life. Um, and then they come home and maybe they just zone out on their phone or with their whatever, or when you're like, Hey, how was work or what's new or what's going on? Or why are you stressed? They go, Oh, nothing. Everything's fine. So when we kind of take that step back to that big picture of vulnerability and we can see all the things that's important about it. And then, you know, we can think about when we're just kind of giving them, uh, giving that out freely to other people and maybe not our significant other, not our love of life, how that could be, you know, hurtful or painful or cause a break in intimacy or a break in trust or a break in connection. Very interesting thing to think about. So sharing all of these inside thoughts and feelings gives us that shared experience with the other person that we're being connected to with our significant other. And that allows us, you know, that now we can, if someone's sharing their thoughts and their feelings and their worries and their doubts, right, if they're being vulnerable with us, then we can see, or we have more access to that person's inner state, right? My significant other knows more about 
like the place I'm in in life and how I might react to certain things, the more they know what's going on inside of me. And, you know, then they get to know more how I think about experiences or, you know, what experiences have shaped my life, right? Um, and maybe more about how I view myself. And the more my the love of my life knows about these aspects of me, the more they know me, the more they can be connected to me, the more they can have uh, empathy for me, the more we can have empathy for each other and kindfulness for each other. And when we understand each other more, then we can love more, right? That's really important. We can love each other more. We can give each other more access to those kind of things. So that's the big picture of why vulnerability is really so important. Why I think rather than, you know, going into, right. And like, you know, lots of us think that Valentine's day is a little passe, right. <laughs> it's kind of like we're talking about date nights. Like people think they're outdated. People maybe think Valentine's Day is outdated. Why are we only doing it on one day, right? And we know here that you don't need to do it on one day, right? Why wait for just one day to, you know, get flowers, share a card, write a love note, think of something, you know, some special act of service to do for the other person. You don't need a special day for that. Although, I mean, I'm a calendar girl. I love to have a special day in my calendar, but <laughs> it's not needed. It's not needed if you're practicing your mega moments of love, I think for our people who aren't practicing mega moments of love, then that kind of one year reminder of like, and, and then also maybe that's where the such importance gets placed on anniversaries too, is because, oh, we need these big significant reminders to be like, ah, oh, yes. Oh yes. Let's celebrate and think about this relationship and be mindful and kindful about it and uh, think about each other. Right, but I'm encouraging you to do that more often than just twice a year. So, but what we don't really do is always check in about some of these big picture pieces. So how exciting would it be to think about vulnerability once a year, right? To have that little check-in to be like, hey, remember when we had this talk last year for the first time we had V-Day and, uh, you know, and now we've been trying out some things and where are we at with this vulnerability piece? I think you're going to find it really exciting. It's like a small thing that makes such a big difference when you step back and think about it. So, you know, I want to share a few kind of concrete ways that you can work on it. So, like I said, sharing your thoughts about work, about life, about something that made you question something, something that made you think about something, a podcast you heard, this podcast maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right? Something that made you uh, think something that, you know, kind of like, hmm, right? Share that. That shares your inner state. Share stories about your childhood, right? We talked, uh, I think last episode or uh, yeah, I think it was last episode about reminiscing and the importance of reminiscing and thinking back to past events. That can also be sharing past events that shaped or influenced or touched your life, right? The other thing is to talk about mistakes, oopses, mistakes that you've done in the relationship. Like, ah, do you know what? When I walked away, I realized I said this in this way and oops, didn't mean to, right? So even it can be tiny things like that. It can be bigger mistakes or oopses, maybe things you made at work, maybe, um, you know, family interactions. I don't know where your mistakes and oopses are coming up, but remember your love of life is going to receive these messages 
kindfully, right? That's the other thing we're practicing. So, you know, if you're being the receiver, you're going to practice trying to receive them kindfully and not, right? We're, we're going to receive them and validate them first before we go on to, if we need to, you know, if this is an oops that we need to problem solve about or tweak or whatever, right? First, we're going to kindfully receive. Thank you for sharing. This is a safe place to share, right? That's what we're practicing sharing your feelings, whether those are positive feelings of like excitement, uh, you know, looking forward to things, happiness, joy, calmness, feeling relaxed, feeling comfortable, whatever it is. And like, you know, those also those negative emotions, which are what people try to avoid, but we want to practice rad radical acceptance here that sometimes things are ick or sometimes things are blah or sometimes things are whatever. And we accept that. We accept that that's just part of life. And uh, besides just that it's part of life, um, that we're going to share them. And I actually love to have couples uh, share a success and a failure at beginning of sessions often, especially couples that are working on this vulnerability piece. Um, and sometimes people might be like, well, nothing was a success or nothing is a failure. And then that's when I get people to really dig down. Like, I'm sure you can think of something, even if it's a tiny thing. <laughs> Like I burnt my piece of toast this morning, or I burnt our breakfast, our, our toast this morning, whatever it is, we can always come up with a little failure or oops, and at least a little success, right? As something on either side. Uh, and that's really just to help us be more mindful about things that are happening in our life. But, you know, even that's something you guys could try. If, if it's hard to start sharing your feelings or to really think what, their feelings and things that you might have, especially for some of our neurospicy people, um, it might be hard to think back to those or everything might start to blend in with each other. And so that's good practice to do. And then doing something together outside your comfort zone. Now, this could be a fun vulnerability day slash Valentine's Day experiment um, is to do something that's outside your comfort zone that's new that maybe neither of you have tried. Maybe you're a bit hesitant, hesitant because you might, you're like, ah, I don't think I'll be good. Maybe hesitant because it could be boring. Maybe hesitant for whatever reason, hesitant because it could be too exciting and fun. I don't know. <laughs> don't think I've ever run into that before, but you never know. I don't know you. That could be something that maybe you think about. Um, so yeah, because then you guys are both sort of being vulnerable together. You're taking a chance or going outside of your comfort zone together. The other thing you could try doing is taking turns being the vulnerable risk taker outside of your comfort zone one and being the kindful support person. So this would be in a case where maybe someone has some hobbies or some things that they're comfortable doing and the other person is not as comfortable doing it. And so one person's going to take a step uh, a little bit outside their comfort zone and the other person's going to be the supportive person on that experience. And that I think is super fun and great to do. And you can do that on lots of your mega moments, right? That would be something to practice, you know, uh, every once in a while. And so again, it gives, it gives everyone a chance to be vulnerable, but also everyone a chance to be the kindful person, right? That kindful, supportive receiver of messages and receiver of vulnerable actions. That's what we need to do. So I'm very excited about this. Uh, I'm very excited about us all rethinking about Valentine's Day instead as our chance to think about vulnerability and have vulnerability day. Take that moment open up to each other, take that moment to be vulnerable, take that moment to share, take that moment to be kindful, take that moment to be sparked. 
Thanks to my quirky crew for sharing this space and your connection time with me once again. It's really, truly appreciated. If you're new here, I hope this time sparked your love and relationship energy too, and that you'll be joining us again. If something sparked you today, connected with you, delighted you, do reach out, find me on TikTok at sparked underscore forever or through my website, sparkedforever.com to get your free copy of Cake Night, your mini guide to making date night sweeter. Don't forget to send some love out by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Not only does this send me some love, but it helps others find us on their relationship journey. Until next time, be sparked.